P.S. You got this. No, fuck that. P.S. Universe. One of y'all, both of y'all, all of y'all, welcome to the show. And you know what? Like we do it every week. We come up with all crazy stuff going on. And again, we have covered a lot of stuff over the past four years. But I tell you what, J.D. posted this thing uh, about this girl wants to get these cookies tested for D- of Santa's DNA. But we're going to talk about that later on. But for right now, what's going on, fellas? How was y'all's weekend? Um, my, my work week has been, you know, pretty, pretty okay. You know, I'm basically like, if you saw on the, if you saw on the messages, I'm basically like a cleaning lady. <laughs> Except for the maid outfit. <laughs> I was going to say, are, are you wearing the Florence outfit? No. <laughs> are you working? Hey, Rob, are you working for Mr. Jefferson? Right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Mr. J. <laughs> Uh, Did you move up to the east side? Come on now, be honest with us. Yeah, well, in a sense, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did, yeah, you did move you up. East. Did you at least sing the song "Moving On Up"? Sorry, I should have. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. No, no. Uh, uh, we just we kid. We kid. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking about it because I like, started watching Sanford last night. You know, with the spinoff show, and uh, it's got the same theme song basically, but it's a little toned down. But, you know, it's got Cal in there. It's got Rollo in there. And then the house looks way better than the original show. And I'm like, they fixed that motherfucker up. But same jokes, though. You know, they're running the same jokes. So I'm like, and I was thinking, right. I can see Rob going down this road in his truck. You big dummy. There we go. <laughs> All, All right. right. So I mentioned to Rob outside of the show when I had placed the phone or when I talked to him on the phone. I mentioned since this is Black History Month, I told Rob to kind of bring something up, you know, somebody that he admires or whatever, and just kind of go okay. from there. Why can't Why can't I do that? Well, you my can dad, do it too. My daddy black. I, I'm just saying. I mean, out of here. I mean, no, I, 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 here's, here's the thing. It's like yeah. I had I had someone tell me this um a few weeks ago or something. We had some company over whatever and shit. And um, they said something about um, having white friends and giving a pass. I said, listen, I don't want a fucking pass. I don't need a fucking pass. I said, I'm going to speak my mind however I want to speak my mind. It ain't got nothing to do with nothing else, but I'm not looking for a pass. I- I'm just old, and I have certain phrases and thoughts in my head, but I'm not trying to be meaner to anybody. And he's like, I get that. I get that. But um, I understand the different cultures that are out in this world. I'm actually more interested on my side of things, <laughs> as I've learned a lot from Rob over the years. Oh, well, hell. I'm interested in, like, kind of learning the culture, you know what I mean, learning the things. I think one of the best things I learned from Rob over the past four years was um, um, Greenwood, um, 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 Greenwood, um, Oklahoma, the yeah. Black Wall Street. I had never heard of that yeah. until later on when I read all about it. I mean, so that was fascinating to learn that history, you like, know? Yeah, I don't know. That was bad. Well, see, I knew about, like, we all, we all knew about Tuskegee and shit. We knew about red tails and everything, but then you go to look at things like Project Paperclip. Uh, they did a lot of experiments on, you know, different minorities and different uh, races and ethnicities. And I'm like, man, so they were just experimenting on motherfuckers all the time. Oh, right. Yeah. Yep. Like the other day, I asked Rob something. Uh, I asked him. I said, "So, Rob, what is the meaning of young blood? You know, because I heard it in, uh, mentioned in passing in like this game I was playing and." They kept mentioning it, young blood. It's a young guy, a young guy, a young buck. Young guy. A jitterbug. Jitterbug, you know. Young blood, a young buck. 
I said like, asking like, gee, original gangster, meaning no, like, no, no, no. Young blood is not a gangster. Young blood is just a young guy, jitterbug, juvenile, whatever you want to call it. Hey, young blood, you know they they still agree behind the ears. Right, right. But, but listen, Rev, I'm saying was that's just like OG, right? Okay, OG, original gangster. Yeah. What is an original gangster? Because Al Capone was an original gangster, believe it or not. Uh, well, they they changed the definition of OG, meaning really? like, um, I guess like if you feel like they're feel like the person feels like hey, they're a little older than them, or look like you know been around a corner a time or two, they call you OG. <laughs> been around a corner a time or two. Been well, what's that? What's that phrase? Been down the road and hung up dry, or hung up wet, or some rough road, or something like that. But yeah, um. Like I said, I don't consider myself an OG of my gang because we were still all, you know, 18 to 25 or whatever. Well, we had some young bucks sitting there, you know, 12, 13 years old. But it's like I never said, oh, I'm OG. Now, I was an original member that started our crew. So I but I never said anything about I'm an OG. I'm an OG. (laughs) I'm just a fucking knucklehead from the streets is what I was that happened to have a click, you know. Right. But I get you on that. But I like Tookie Williams. That's a fucking OG. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, or shall I say Tupac? Well, a Tupac was a, not so much a gangster. He was a street kid. All right. He was a street kid that grew up on the streets and became a, a um, very knowledgeable of the streets. But it wasn't so much gang life itself. But Tookie Williams, you know, started the Crips, you know? Yeah, he did. And like I said, so he was an, he was an OG, <laughs> if you will. Right. Right. All right, uh, now um, I'll get off, get in off the gangster tip real quick. Is anybody uh, out there, and I'm asking y'all also, received an email from Xbox about how they're going to start limiting the old, old 360 titles? Yes. I thought that's kind of strange because I'm like, that's one of the biggest draws on the Game Pass about the old 360 titles. But I right. saw something about the login and the sign-in, so I'm not sure how that's going to work. So if anybody here is thinking about that, y'all let us know because I play a lot of the old 360 games. And if they're not going to be available anymore, I mean, why have the game pass? You know, I was just, okay, just, here, just I, curious. I, I got to explain to you because I did read up on this so I can explain it to you. All right. Uh, they mean, like, if you have an Xbox 360, right, and it's still got its marketplace, still got all that, the older console does. And basically... They're going to, those games are not going to be for sale on the Xbox 360, but now they're still going to be on sale on Xbox One, Xbox Series. Okay, but now That's the all- Xbox Series, though, they are free, though. I mean, I haven't seen any, well, I've seen some, um, some well, you can just buy. Saying, like, yeah, I got you. But, <coughs> I mean, they're just no longer going to be in sale on the 360. They're limiting what what's over there. Oh, I thought they did that a long time ago. I thought no. they stopped doing that shit a long time ago. Okay, all right. So they're pretty much getting wrapped, moving uh, or freeing up the marketplace for the old titles. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Because I was like, well, I still placed, you know, a handful of 360 games um, on the marketplace. And I'm like, I'm not ready to give those motherfuckers up because that's what I enjoy. No, you can still play them. Just, I mean, like I've got games that's on the 360 that didn't make the transition over to, say, like Xbox One or the Xbox Series. Right. That I can no longer access unless I buy 360 and go online and download them. Really? Wow. Interesting. And it's the same way with PlayStation 3. I have titles over there that I can no longer access on the PS4 
unless I had a PS4. Well, now I've I've heard this is what I've heard from several different people, and people including um, people at uh, workers at GameStop, that the PS4 was never backwards compatible for PS3 games. But yet on the PS Plus, you know, thing whatever, you can get older titles, stuff like that. That's correct. But yeah. now, the, but now I remember the Xbox One when it first came out. They had backwards compatibility for cer- certain games, not all of them, just certain games. Like, no. here's a good one, Rev. All right. All right. So the Fat Boy PS3, the original OG model, as I call it. Mm-hmm. The one. I, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about too. I know. I know the yeah, design. That one, the fat one, the one that was seven hundred dollars when it first. Right, came out. I remember the design. All right. It was backwards compatibility with PS2. Now, right, later, right. Yeah, I knew about that. PS3 no longer had that compatibility. See? Okay. So, it's like that. PS4, down the way you can play PS3 titles or it's so on. Beyond. Through the PS Plus. PS Plus. It, which, is, which is like Game Pass and all that shit. It does not have backwards compatibility with PS3 natively. Like the Xbox One. You right. can go stick Xbox 360 games in. Not all of them, though. Not all of them, because I found not all of them, but there were certain titles you still could. Yeah, and OG Xbox games, certain titles you can stick them right. in the Xbox when they download. So, right. You know, it's just it's like that. <clears throat> all right, I'm glad that got cleared up. Yeah. All right. So let's get on to this um Santa Claus DNA thing. Oh no, that's funny. <laughs> Nah, actually, we've covered a lot of news articles, and it's like, it's just, I understand the idea that a child would like to have that cookie examined for DNA to find right. out if it's Santa Claus's DNA. But of course, it's going to come back as, you know, one of the parents or whatever, somebody, you know, somebody in the family and shit. But who's going to pay for that? That's what I like to know. Right. Those, those DNA tests, uh, they take about, what, 50, 60 bucks, depends on what you go to and shit. Right. Uh, we use uh, 23 and me. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, ancestry, my heritage. Yeah, There's not yeah. much of out there. Yeah. But here's what's so funny in the story, right? I watched the news clip from the story itself, and detectives had started questioning people. Well, somebody handed the detective a picture of a deer, a reindeer. <laughs> All right. You know, and it keeps getting funnier from there. And they're like, yeah, we're going to test this cookie. We're going to test this carrot. You know, because the carrot had a bite took out of it. Oh, wow. Like, that girl's onto something. You know, whatever. But now, it, here's the thing also is, uh, if Santa Claus does not have a DNA database on the federal system, they're not going to find his DNA matching up with that cookie bite if it actually was Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm going to go that far. What's so funny about Santa Claus? There really was a guy named St. Nicholas. Well, there... Been, um, I'm saying, but there, there's been um, several folklore legends about a guy that does these things, and um, um, the Tim, the Tim Allen Santa Claus, they actually said it the best. I mean, there's a bunch of names, you know, a bunch of names. But yeah, so I mean, I mean, depends on what side, what country you come from, what providence, you know, community, whatever. You're gonna have different folklores about, you know, certain legends and all that stuff. So that's just the way that works out. Realistically, it's just fun for children. Anyway. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's the same thing. Um, now speaking of deer, I just want to get off off topic real quick. Um, have you ever heard that um, audio clip where this lady called into a talk show and talk about the deer crossing and shit like that? Uh-huh. No. Have you, JD? 
I can't say I have, no. Okay, she called into a talk show, and basically it's like this. She believed that the deer were crossing at a certain point in the road because the deer crossing sign was there. And her solution was to move the deer crossing signs to somewhere else and the deer will cross other places. And that way the motorists won't be in danger of the deer crossing. But she yeah. actually believed that the deer could recognize that sign and they knew where to cross at. How'd that and, work out? And the guy baited her the whole time. And I thought, it was, I'll actually, if we have enough time on today's show, I'll actually find that clip and throw it on this week's episode because that shit fucking hilarious. Right. I mean, it's like Jeff Foxworthy always said. Or no, maybe it wasn't Jeff Foxworthy. It was Bill Engel. Here's your sign. Here's your sign. Yeah, but I mean, I heard that shit a long time ago. Then there was one where um guy hit a deer, put it in the back of the truck, but um the deer woke up, and the dog bit the deer. He goes, all I want to know is who the, who's the deer belonged to, me or the dog, you know? Right. There was that one also. I mean, there was all kind of shit, but that one about the deer crossing, I mean, I'll, if we have no time, I'll definitely throw that shit on there because that's, that's just fucking hilarious. We're hiding. Be quiet, everyone, including me. Who's making that noise? Oh, it's me again. Now, Donna, you got quite the vent today. It sounds like what's going on with you. Well, I wanted to voice my opinion on something that's been bothering me for a really long time. Okay. Um, I, I tried writing the newspaper and contacting uh, TV stations, but nobody seems to want to play with this. So that's why I'm calling you guys. What's, okay, the, um, what's the issue? Well, <clears throat> over the past few years, I've been involved in three separate car accidents involving deer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with the population and everything. Um, each of these incidents, they've occurred shortly after I saw a deer crossing sign on the highway. Well, my frustration is that Minnesota and North Dakota Department of Transportation would allow these deer crossings to be in such high traffic areas. I mean, I've even seen them on the interstate. Why are we mm-hmm. encouraging deer to cross? at the interstate. I don't get it. That's such a high traffic area. I mean, you know, I understand that deer are wild animals and they need to travel across the streets occasionally to survive and, you know, of course, to find food, but um, it seems to me that so irresponsible of us to allow these deer crossings to be in areas where these deer are so likely to be struck by oncoming traffic. I mean, wouldn't you agree? Um, I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, you think they would put deer crossings maybe, you know, in, you know, smaller towns, maybe during a, like at a, at a school crossing, that's, would, it would be a safer place for them to, to cross, what, you know, put the deer crossing sign. You know, deer crossings aren't telling deer that it's safe to cross there. It's just more of like an alert for drivers so they know it's like a high deer population. The government put the deer crossings there. They can direct the deer population anywhere they want to by moving that deer crossing sign. I mean, you know, why in the world would they place it on the highway or the interstate, you know? I mean, God, there are so many other places I can think of than the deer crossing signs on on busy highways and interstates. You seem to be under the misunderstanding that the deer are somehow attracted to the deer crossing sign. Well... Well, yeah, the deer crossing sign is there to allow the deer to know that's where they need to cross. Right. And all these car accidents you had involved a deer after you would saw a deer crossing sign. Exactly. I, I mean, 
I, I, I mean, I'm trying to watch out for the deer, but, I mean, I'm, you know, speed limit 55, 65, how am I supposed to, you know, you can't break really quick if you, you know, if the deer just is crossing in that deer crossing area. So you'd like to see these signs move somewhere safer? <laughs> right, if we, yeah, if we can move them, like, don't put deer crossing signs on the interstate or, or freeways, you know, put them in uh, lower traffic areas. You know, somewhere where the speed limit's, you know, a lot slower, uh-huh. you know, maybe small towns, I don't know. I think school crossings is a good idea. Well, listen, we will, um, yeah, I mean, you say you've tried to contact quite a few people about this. Right, yeah, I, I wrote, like, at least three or four letters, and... We you know, will try- spread the word, okay? We will try to kind of help you raise some awareness for this issue, okay? Oh, thank you. We need to move those deer crossing signs. We appreciate your comment this morning. All right, thanks. Bye. I found something interesting in uh, Walmart today. <coughs> I, I, thought I, I, I thought I it. saw that before, though. No, it's new. Strawberries and cream uh, soda. It's different. Huh. It has a weird aftertaste. Like, I mean, it has well, the doctor pepper well, you got you got, the Z, you got the zero version, so you're going to have that weird taste to it. Well, it's not so much the zero version that has a weird taste. It's just the idea of it, you know. Okay. It tastes like strawberries and cream cooked candy, right? Gotcha. But when you drink it, afterwards, it has like a weird, like, Dr. Pepper aftertaste, kind of. Ah. Uh. Did I anybody mean, out there drink that gingerbread Mountain Dew during Christmas time? I didn't. I oh, my God, it. dude. Hey, remember about three years ago when I made that boobly video? Oh, yeah. That that gingerbread would have been a, a fucking sequel to the out of the fucking ass because that shit was fucking wrong. Right. Wrong, wrong, wrong. They called it fruit quake or something or fruit cake or something. Oh. No, it was gingerbread. Oh. You didn't try the fruit quake? No, no. They said it tastes like fruit cake. I mean, yeah. I don't try a lot of these fads because I mean I know what they're doing. They're just trying to get people to buy new stuff or yeah, yeah. stuff. Like um Sunderland told me a story one time about um they were having a contest about some chips out there um in another country, whatever. And they were trying to let the fans inside what's what the make it, whatever. And the trolls went nuts and, and overvoted everybody else. So they had uh, a different flavor, and I think it was like shit, shit and potatoes or something like that. I don't remember. Oh, that's, that's disgusting. Hang on, I don't, I don't know. He's not around right now. Hang, hang on one second. Hey, right. hey, honey. Um, text time. Your call time. I'm gonna find out for sure. Cause I know it was he told me the story all the time, and I thought it was shit was hilarious. But the, but like I said, the fans were voting on certain you know regular flavors, whatever. But the trolls went nuts and overvoted everybody else. So since the trolls won the vote out, they actually made that flavor. And I'm like, why? Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right, we're paging them right now. <laughs> you got to put it on this Fortnite. Hey, hey, y'all get y'all get me a second, That's Tommy. You told me that story about the potato chips naming and the trolls outvoted everybody else. What was the flavor they voted on? Uh, it was potato chips and cereal. Oh, cereal. And it was chocolate or onion. Okay, that's what it was. All right. I'm wrong. It wasn't potato chips. It was cereal. So the... 
the trolls voted for onion flavored cereal, and since the votes were so high, they actually made an onion flavored cereal. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. All right. I'd, if I would have been a manufacturer or owner of a company, I'd be like, that don't look right. <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, that's what the fans wanted. No, that's not what the fans wanted. The fans wanted something else. They didn't want no onion flavored fucking cereal. Ew. Onion flavored cereal. That's nasty. Right. Now, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, you have to go to the store, get your bag of them crispy onions, and pour some milk in there. That's the exact same thing. <laughs> I'm just saying that's a, save a lot of trouble. Save a lot of trouble. Right. All right. Um, I got a question. Um, did anybody watch the last episode of um The Last of Us? I did. I thought it was fucking awesome, and me and my lady's watching it and everything, and I was like, I was like, these motherfuckers spent 20-plus years untouched by the outside world and lived a great life, and, you know, I mean, it was sad and beautiful at the same time, and I said, see that right there, honey? I said, I don't care how you do it, bullet, poison, beheading, however you want to take me out, just, just take me out, but I don't want you to have to suffer through my, my illnesses and all that shit, but I thought that shit was just really well done. Really beautiful, but I'm still the question to my mind is <clears throat> I understand they have, you know, g- gates up, uh, booby traps, protection, and all that stuff. But how do they keep the infected away from there the whole time? Because they went to major cities, you know, outside of the QZ zone, and there were like infected people everywhere. So how are they never around that area? Was there something that I missed on that? Or is that? I kind of wondered that myself, but in the same time, Bill in the game, if you've ever played the games. I don't no, know. Ne- no, never played the game. Okay, okay, okay. This is where I'm going to get, like, a little bit philosophical on you here. All right. All right. So, Bill in the game was only a side character that was brought up maybe in a couple of times in passing. Right. The difference between the game and the show itself is Bill and Frank. Right. Frank got tired of Bill's crap in the game and left him. They didn't die. Oh, right. yeah, well. Yeah, I right, knew right. They, I knew they were going to do um their own add-ins for the TV show, right? right? And as far as I know, they wasn't gay either. As far as I know, now right. I'm not saying nothing against it. I'm just saying this as far as I know, right? From what <laughs> I understood, I maybe somebody can correct me. My only right. question is the region they were in was that somehow the infected were not allowed or weren't going there because I know in a lot of the theology about zombies and stuff like that. They can't stand really cold temperatures like the Arctic, you know, frozen tundras. They can't stand those kind of areas. Okay. So I'm wondering, because since the infected are based on the fungus itself, was that region, you know, um, the fungus not around there? That's what I'm trying to figure. Because like I say, they spent 20 plus years. You know, you might see one or two pop up, not like whole hordes of them. So I'm like, I wonder if that region was somehow um, protected from the fungus itself. I'm, that's what I was curious about. And I'm as, like, far as, as far as I saw the episode go, it was two lonely guys. One was a prepper, and the other guy was just. I know, but I, I'm asking about the region itself because they, uh, they, um, because they started okay. out, they started outside of Boston, then they ended up somewhere, you know, where yeah. Bill and Frank lived at, which I guess was somewhere in Massachusetts. But or it, so funny about that, right? Do what? What's so funny about this? I guess you've heard about the controversy already, haven't you? No, I ain't heard. Dude, I don't do social media, so I don't know about no controversy. Okay, okay, okay. Stephen King. Yes, that's Stephen King, the horror Stephen King. That's Stephen King. All right. 
has poked fun at The Last of Us because the area that they were in, they claimed it was north of Boston. No, uh, east of Boston. (laughs) And he's poking fun at the location. It's like, really, dude? Oh, because he did all his stuff in Portland. Portland and Maine and shit like that. Hello? Did we lose contact? No, I'm reading something. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> you got to figure people going to poke okay, fun sure. or make their own little sly comments, whatever, about whatever. And so everybody can have their opinion about it. My curiosity is, because I, I study things like, you know, zombie outbreaks, apocalypses, in world times, in the days, you know, shit like that. And every scenario I've seen is always, you know, connected to certain. Here's like, what Steve, go ahead. Stephen King said, and I want, since you guys are into geography and all this stuff, you know, maps and different things like that you all do. This one be a good one for you all. All right. Stephen King got called out. He calls out the last of us scene for being set 10 miles west of Boston. He said, there's no way this, this was close to Boston. Okay. Why? Why, why would he say that? I don't know, but he started a big controversy over it. Like, you know, he got, he got people behind him and then people are like, you're crazy, dude. You do all these movies set in these fake locations. How would you know? You know, everybody's like split. split I, thought, well, I thought it was east of Boston because um, I remember the episode started out. They talked about being east of Boston and they were heading east. And it was, look, it was the uh, scene where they showed the creek and the little the trees and all that stuff. Oh, yes. Now, I question that around myself because that was <laughs> more like, um, like uh, Tennessee, Georgia. Uh, Virginia's, you know, shit like that. That's 10 miles. They said that's 10 miles west of Boston, and Stephen King's like, nah, nah, it ain't. No. But now in Stephen King's It, though, they had quarries like that. They had lakes and rivers and scenery like that. Um, Even if you go watch The Stand, Stand had places like that. You know, Castle Rock TV show had places like that. So why would it not be uh, that whole northeast region, you know, had that kind of topography? So, I mean, right. that's just that's just nitpicking is all that is. I'm just curious if that so, region somehow was a um, sanctuary from the fungus itself. Because there was an episode of X-Files a long time ago, and it had talked about the same thing where you um, the fungus grew underground. And if you step on the spore, it, you know, the spores would pop up and, you know, cause hallucinations and all kind of infections and all that shit. So, I'm curious about the region. Not the Boston or anything, but I'm saying that land that... Um, that whole town was on that's what i'm right. curious about now what right. they did i want to call out in the episodes all right did you notice the little sub uh sub hints like of different things like the mortal combat machine how ellie kind of mortal combat too yeah yeah she was like curious about this curious about that and then we flipped to the whole you know thing on bill speaking of bill and frank everybody in and kind of Everybody split down the middle again. Everybody likes the episode. Everybody don't. They said that they kind of hung on Bill and Frank's story just a little bit too long. Well, that's what the story was about, though. It was their story. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, Bill was a side (laughs) character in the game, so I don't know. Like I I said, I know a lot of people are, people, no matter what um, entertainment it is, TV, movies, books, music, no matter what entertainment it is, people are going to have different opinions on both sides. Or mixed right. opinions and all that shit. I, I get that. 
I, I I enjoyed it. All I'm asking about is the region, because that's what I'm I'm curious. Because I like to look at the post-apocalyptic popular stuff, end of day stuff, you know, the infection stuff. So I'm like, I'm wondering if that region somehow was a sanctuary from the fungus itself. That's what I'm curious about. And I'm, if, 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 but, I'm, but here's the thing, though: if that is the case, are there more places like that in you know in that area? Well, it's global. So are there other areas where that fungus does not grow? That's right. that's what I'm curious about. And, I said Bill and Frank was not gay in the game. All right. All right. So I answered my own question. It said there's clues that they did have a romantic relationship throughout the game, throughout the players' interaction with Bill. Okay. Narrative in the video games kind of diverges in it, like changes a little slightly. Okay. But it was never clear (laughs) if they were gay. Not in the video game. I'm not saying it because they were in the show. I'm just saying like. Oh, I got you. Um, there's always been a, well, there's yeah. always been a fan theory that's never been proven, but it's always been a fan theory that Daryl is actually gay. You know, The Walking Dead. Yep. That's always been a fan theory. Now he loves, you know, Carol. He loves Beth. He loves, you know, different, but he loves them as sisters and mothers. But um, they actually always had the fan theory that he actually was gay, and I, I, I was like. It doesn't matter who you are as long as you're fighting on my side. I don't give a fuck what you do. Just cover my ass. Well, not cover my ass. Yeah, cover my ass and kill a motherfucker for me. That's what I want. We're going to survive. We're going to survive in this world, not because of who we are or who we love, but because we can survive. But according to the game, um, so whether I'm saying I I don't care who changes what topics or scenarios, whatever and shit, I I was just curious about the region itself. That was my whole rundown. According to the game lore, that yeah. when Frank, you know, Frank was kind of Bill's business partner, according to the game lore, but the TV show kind of clears up a fan theory, I guess. Okay. But, I mean, how many games are out there? They turn into movies and they don't follow the same canon, if you will. You know, there's so many yeah. video games turned into movies or TV shows and they don't follow the exact same canon. So, I mean, for well, the last of us to be a game and someone, you know, changes up a little bit here and there, that's what they're going to do. That that's just a common thing. Well, Reb, this is PS. She got this, and this is kind of the investigation bit that we do. <laughs> yeah, ain't no investigation. <laughs> people are either mad because they made it a gay thing, or people are celebrating because they made it a gay thing, or people are mad because they changed it from the game, and the game wasn't like that, or they're mad because they should have done more. I, so everybody's gonna have their opinion about the actual subject matter. I'm just curious about the land. <laughs> That's that's what my interest draws is the land. Right. Uh, right. I never played the game, so I can't compare it to anything. It's just like when you talk about movies versus books and all that shit. I think World War Z was a oh, shit-ass movie. I don't encourage anybody to watch it because it had nothing to do with the book except for the title and the zombies. Otherwise, the the book is fucking phenomenal if you read it. Now, if you have to do the audio book, do the audio book. But the, if you read the book, it just paints so much imaginary pictures in your head. It gives you so many scenarios of this, like, dark world of, you know, the zombie apocalypse. And I'm like, it's fucking phenomenal. But the movie itself, shit-ass movie. But then again, that's just my opinion. Some people like the movie because they actually had zombies in it. And I'm like, ah, but the book was phenomenal. So I never played the game, so I don't know to compare it to anything else. Like Warhammer. People, a lot of people right. went eight shit with Warhammer account in the movie. It ain't got nothing to do with the game, and it's just uh, blah, blah blah. I get it. I get it. You don't like it? I thought it was cool. I enjoyed it because I didn't play the fucking game. Right. 
Right. So, yeah, we, we, we can even go back to old, old, old school. There was a movie by the E.T. You came down and made a video game, and people lost their fucking minds. The game sucked. So <laughs> there's always going to be people right. that have a, an opinion about what they enjoy, and they want other people to share that same opinion. If they don't share their opinion, then you're wrong. Then you are now enemy of the system. Right. Yeah, I mean, right. You're either going to die on that hill or, you know, defend Right, it. right, right. So, I mean, you're <laughs> fucked either way, you know. Right. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was. But my question is always about landscape because, like I said, I like to think about the post-apocalyptic um, universe, um, dystopian societies, in the world, in days, you know, all that shit. So, I was curious about regions because I know, like, the zombie, in certain zombie lore, they're not, they won't live in the Arctic you know, freezing cold weathers and all that shit. So that's my that was my curiosity about the fungus and the region. Right. If that's gonna, if that's actually going to be a, a uh, plot point later on down the line. You right. know, cause I look at you know I, I look at TVs, movies, and stuff. You know, foreshadowing. They throw you a little bit of you know clue here. Then a year later, they're like, oh, now it's paying off. I know it makes sense now. We all said that a year ago. So I was just curious that that was actually something I was actually working towards. A um a plot point later on down the line. That's what I was curious about. Well, hey Rob, Rob. Since, I ne- since I never played the game, I don't know um if the fungus actually is limited to certain locations. That's right. actually what I'm asking. I guess right. you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Hey, hey Rob. Yeah. I don't know if you like uh, Beyonce or not. Do you? Uh, who don't like Beyonce? Jay Z does. <laughs> I'm asking Jeff. Uh, Beyonce, she's all right. I what do you know. mean she's all right? Blasphemy. Okay. All right. So the reason I was saying that, Rob, is because if you liked her, uh, she's making that concert stop in your city. Really? Yeah. She's going to shake a boom boom in Louisville. Oh, yeah. Hey, yep. this is your chance. Rob, this is your chance. You become uber famous now. That is one booty you've not tickled yet. So get up on stage and hit that bottom, <laughs> baby. <laughs> there we go. But she's going to be there July 17th in your city. Right. But no, uh, since this is Black History Month, um, let's get into a little bit of Black History. Oh, well, hey, hold that thought because we actually run into that time. Um, what do you want to get into? Because we could do another recording um, next week and cover the more topic and give you a whole show about it. Okay. Uh, a whole I month. Was, I mean, we can I mean, play. But Black History should also be every day out of the year, not just one month. Well, but that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. You guys are fat. But I'm saying, but if you want um, got some more topics to cover, I, I suggest we do it next week, and um, we call it a night and run the show out. And next week we'll let you come up with everything. I had no idea that we were going to be, you know, focusing on certain topics. I just, we do a free for all that we always do, you know. And by I mean the whole month. I'm just saying, like, uh, I, I, call it this month. If, if somebody wants to bring up a topic, say in September, about Black History, I, I'm still with that. I'm still with that, you yeah. know. So it's not about um, I'm trying to sound. I'm not trying to sound insensitive, so please. Oh, I know. I know, I know you. Say, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Um, but I think history, all history, should be celebrated. You know, quite a bit. But you are not celebrated, but at least looked at and talked about. And if you find something history in the history, talk about it. But like I said, I've always, I always liked the uh, the Red Tails. I thought that was a phenomenal fucking movie. And when I actually went and read right. history on that shit, I'm like, that's some badass shit that people didn't need to know about. You know. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, next week um, we'll bring up some stuff now. We'll get you, get you the floor. So bring us the goods and we'll get it going. All right. We did avoid that hot button topic. That oh yeah, I yeah, did. yeah. If y'all want to bring it up next week, that's fine. You know. Um, yeah, I do that too. All right. I, I got my opinion on it, but I mean everybody's got their opinion on it. And now, that, if we say if we say, if we say the wrong thing, somebody gonna get mad. We say the right thing, somebody gonna get mad. So no matter what we say, somebody gonna get mad. But that's what we do. We we share our opinions. You know, we're not as sensitive right. like JD says. We're not trying to put anybody down. We're just sharing our opinions. So everybody's got one. We can share ours like everybody else. Especially yeah. here in the PS universe, man. That's what the fuck we yeah. do. That work. Hi, right, y'all. So we, y'all say good night, folks. We're gonna get out of here. Not y'all. All right. Rob, you gotta say peace. All right, let me know y'all peace. Good, good night. Yeah. <laughs> that's your that's a call sign, man. Fuck. <laughs>